Hi, uh, Mayor. Uh, Hi there. Hey, could, I, we want to get your levels really quick. So could, could you just read that sentence there? That Sure. Hi, I'm Austin Mayor Steve Adler, and you're listening to Heavy Friending, Austin's number one friendship-based podcast. But you don't need to check that. That was good. Um, Mayor, just one more time for me. Could you say it again? Say it like you, you really like me. Just and more you excitement. think I'm great. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Mayor Steve Adler, and you are listening to Heavy Friending. Hey, it's Austin's number one friendship-based podcast. That was like jazz. That was so good. This is Heavy Friending. I'm friending you so hard. An alliance slowly forming like a boner in my heart. Heavy, heavy friendly. There, <coughs> there is an eagle flying. Hey! <laughs> Hi, friends. Welcome to this very special episode of Heavy Friending. I'm Laura Lee Bishop here with my best friend and co-host, Mr. Joe Barlow. That's right. And here, when we say here, we mean here in spirit because we're still, we're hunkered. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're hunkered. Oh, I'm hunkering. I like to say that I'm hunkered. I'm hunked. I'm hunked down. Well, and speaking of hunks. (laughs) You you like me too. (laughs) That's right. Here he is. He's the mayor of Austin. I mean, a lot of people are saying Austin's hunk. Uh, Steve Adler. Hi, Steve. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for the invite. We're great. How are you? Are you hunkered down right now? I am also hunkering. Would you say hunked, hope, hunked down hard? I wouldn't say that. Okay, well, uh, that's fine. But, but if if the people of Austin wanted to, you wouldn't object. That is correct. That would be an apt description. So you and Joe are kind of friends already. <laughs> We've done some things before. <laughs> Oh, interesting. <laughs> was, okay, because I want to be because yeah. I want to become your friend as well. So I wrote an acrostic for you to welcome you onto the show um, of your name. Also, what should we call you? Should we call you Mayor, or should we call you, or can we call you Steve or Mayor Steve or Steve, Steve works? Okay, so cool. Mayor that's perfect. Works. Any of those things work. Perfect for my acrostic. So my acrostic is Steve, and um, it goes like this: Steve, thanks. Enter virtually. Uh, and then I couldn't think of anything for the last E. But um, hmm. there you have it. I spent a lot of time on it. so I like it. Thank you. Thank you. It's just a gesture. I like it. I, I feel like you're um, building a friendship bridge to the mayor, Laura, and, and he's going to walk all over it. <laughs> um, but we did want to ask you, so you're, you're uh, hunkered down, Mr. Mayor, right? What, what's quarantine life look like for you? You know, it, <clears throat> quarantine for me is 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 is, is busy. It's uh, what I miss now is the travel time between meetings. I mean, it used to be that I would be in a meeting and then I would go somewhere to be in another meeting, and you could like collect thoughts in that period of time. You could you could 
you could prepare, you had a chance to think. And now with this Zoom stuff, uh, you have a, a meeting that ends at, at 59 minutes after the hour and the next meeting starts on the hour and it's, it's, it's hard. I mean, there's just a lot of activity and a lot of meetings and a lot of discussions with a lot of people because what we're going through is just so new. So, so it's exhausting and it, it starts early and goes late. Well, let's let the Heavy Friending podcast be a breather for you. That sounds good to me. You don't have to worry about facts and figures and Zooms and who, who's no. who. You just yeah, need yeah. to know your friends Joe and Laura are here for you. This will be just kind of like between us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No one listens. Yeah. No one's going to listen yeah, to yeah, the yeah. juicy gossip we're going to peel back from you. You can say anything here. Got it. <laughs> but uh, what what are you eating? Like, what's your comfort food? What are you eating? <laughs> You're eating, right? I am. I am eating. So, so my birthday was in March, and my three excuse me, my three girls were all headed back to help celebrate my birthday. Only one of them made it with the uh, virus that was happening. She came here with her husband and their two uh, uh, babies, my grandchildren. Uh, and they've stayed with us. They they didn't go. They didn't go back uh, to to their home because uh, this was a probably a safer place for them to be, and and no one was actually having to show up to 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 work. So I have been eating a lot of uh, macaroni and cheese. Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'm getting to eat things <laughs> that I haven't been able to eat for a long time. Um, I'm. I'm I'm is I'm eating way too regularly <laughs> uh, because there are there are like five or six meals a day at my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, way too much vegetables. Ew. Uh, I know, but you know, it comes with the turf. <laughs> so it is a different kind of uh, of eating than I'm than, well, than I was used to. What about pants? Are you wearing pants on a regular basis, or how's it going? Button up shirt, and then you know. <laughs> Anything you know, else? I, I do, I do, I do, I do have pants on. Okay. Um, in part because I have like hassle, but they're not always the pant that is appropriate for. That's what I like to hear. The rest I'm wearing. Okay, this is see, that's the, the juicy, juicy stuff. This is juicy that we're, we're that we're doing. Yeah. Do any of the pants say "juicy" on the back side? Mm. No, I don't have oh. any juicy. Okay. Okay, well, that's something for the listeners. If you guys are, if you want to uh, get a gift or anything for the mayor, um, yeah, those are very comfortable. By the way, you see now that because it's it's to a political figure. I think you would have to write on some tax form. Juicy, it's like a donation. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not allowed to take those things. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's great to know. So actually, don't buy those sweatpants. But I would like a pair. I'm sure Joe would like a pair. I'm as like well. a, probably a medium or large in the juicy sweatpant. So we got food, mac and cheese. I love vegetables. Ew. Gross. Um, are you are you binging anything? Do you have free time to binge? And if you do, do you have a beverage you drink while binging? You know, this would be the time to to to, to binge watch on Netflix. But there's a there's a strict screen rule in my house right now. Oh my Whoa. god! Uh, yeah, yeah. You're not the mayor quite, of these rules. Of it seems like I'm you not, should be the mayor. I I am not the mayor of this place at all. 
uh, I am low down the totem pole. Uh, so, so no, I'm not being able to, to, to binge watch, to binge watch anything. Um, Sounds really shitty at your house, man. You're eating vegetables all day. You can't watch anything. But I am. I am able to spend this incredible amount of time with with Remy, who's just now past two. And I have probably have spent more time with her over the last nine weeks. She's been here like nine weeks now. Wow. Uh, more time in the nine weeks than I, than I probably would have spent, you know, in the first, you know, year or two of her life with her living uh, on the other end of the country. So that part's been that part's been great. So I have an, a little nephew, and my he's he's about two, and so I my the greatest thing I like about hanging out with him is I want to like brainwash him or like insert things into his brain that will stay with him forever. You know, is there anything you're doing like that with Remy? I'm trying to introduce Remy to chocolate. All right, mm. and to ice cream, and and. We we sometimes smuggle out the screen to watch some turtles, um, but Ninja hopefully turtles? her mom's not listening to this podcast. What kind of turtles are these? Like National Geographic turtles, or are yes. they mutants from underneath? No, the no, sewer? she likes looking at like the nature oh. clips hmm. of turtles. I okay. bet if she saw a mutant teenage turtle, she'd like to look at those too. Just saying. I think that's because we've we've walked around the the lake and we have also found turtles there. So, yeah. So, there are activities people can do right now during the quarantine. So, what are some things you would encourage people to do now since they kind of, you know, we're stuck in, but are there things we can do outside? You know, you can't go outside and encourage to go outside. It's... uh, Everybody should be trying to go outside and not get into into big groups and gatherings of people. But going outside to walk around, to, to jog, is uh, uh, absolutely uh, something that's 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 encouraged. Uh, it's just it's it's the proximity, it's it's the mm-hmm. physical interaction with other people that are are, are risky. So you're jogging a lot then. I know I should be talking. <laughs> this is not a you guilt know, trip podcast. Really? And you said this is a safe place. Yeah. It's very and safe. already well, it started. Well, see, it's a good cop, bad cop thing that we do. Um, That's true. And um, yeah. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm very nice. Laura is the tough one. She has yeah, the yeah. hard questions. I have a lot of, and you don't even know what's on this list of questions I have. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm I'm frightened now. <laughs> you should be. Um what do you uh what do you miss most cuz a lot of things are shut down or maybe they're slightly different. What are you what are you really longing for? You know, I, it it probably is just, you know, being with with people the same way. You know, you can you know, I'm trying to spend some time, you know, zooming with friends and 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 still getting together that way. I I I uh, appreciate the restaurants that are doing the the carry out, uh, and uh, you know, so I'm doing that and and trying to to over tip uh, every time I do that to to help. Uh, so I'm still getting kind of the, the foods that I that I want, uh, but it's it is just the the interaction with with people that that you miss. Do you, really, do you really miss that? Because part of me kind of likes observing the world at a distance from my window. I don't have to 
you know, necessarily. I may shower. I may not shower. We don't need to get into whether I showered he today. And he but, didn't. You know, do you actually miss that? Because I, I, part of me is like, some of that I don't need every day. You know, I I do, in part because I can't, I, I'm not able to to kind of hide the way that you are. So, you know, I, I started out at um, at 6 o'clock this morning on, on KVU. Whoa. Uh, and I can't do that without taking a shower first. Mm. I think it would be kind of disturbing for people to well, okay. turn on the news in the morning and see me as I roll out of bed. I mean, one thing I've learned is that I don't think, I don't think people can tell. I, I think you'd be Thanks fine. Thanks a lot. Well, it depends on your internet speed. I have a really slow one. So for me, it's so blurry. You know, it's like, right. man, it's hard to tell really what's going on. My yeah. hair is getting longer, though, so I really need to, to, to wet it down in the morning and comb it. You thinking about doing a grown out, like maybe a little ponytail or something? Have you thought about <laughs> I, maybe trying to experiment with any new hairstyles? I am getting really close to being able to, to, to put a rubber band on, on this in the back. If any mayor should have a ponytail, it should be the mayor of Austin. It'd be kind of like my pants. I could be on TV wearing the ponytail and no one would no know. No one would know. That's what's great about it. It's a mystery. And it's That's it's true. a mystery only you know, so it's exciting. Ponytails are the juicy sweatpants of hairstyles. They are, for sure. And I've said that said that for years. <laughs> so so I so I I have had the opportunity not only to now be on a lot of the local news shows from from uh, Diane's office, actually, uh, but also some some national MSNBC and, and yeah. CNN and the like. And Diane's father was an artist, and he painted three portraits of of our three girls. And I hang them on the wall, kind of back behind me and up to the left, when I do those appearances. And I'm regularly changing out the painting. Whoa. So the room stays the same except for the painting. Interesting. And now there are like blogs that have started up trying to figure out the meaning of the different painting hanging Mm. in the backgrounds. Interesting. You'd like to give us an exclusive now, and you're going to tell us that you've been secretly conveying a message. And what is that message? It's like Morse code really, really, really slowly. Yeah. but no, I'm not. I'm not owning up to any particular messaging. Mm-hmm. Well, that's okay. good. Keep it, keep it mysterious. Yeah, right. It's going to keep people interested for sure. Um, <laughs> so you've been on all these different programs. Would I don't want to put words in your mouth, but would you say that heavy friending is one of the most exciting programs you've been on, and the one one of the ones that you are uh, most looking forward to and most excited about? Absolutely. I, I think all those other appearances have just been practice sessions right, right. building okay. up to this moment. I totally get that. Did you do anything to prepare for this today? You know, you were saying you like to get mentally ready. Um, was there anything that... No. <laughs> I, you know, just... Sorry. Thought I'd ask. Um, wow. Sometimes these things are best if they're spontaneous. That's true. That's true. That's true. That is a, a podcasting um, <laughs> slogan, I think. <laughs> You should have prepared more is always what we say at the end of a show. We say that a lot, yeah. But I did want to talk about, speaking of news, this got huge coverage when it happened. Um, the Because I, I think it was the moment when people in Austin, but also people in other places, really started paying attention to this whole situation with 
COVID-19 was when South by got canceled. Um, what were the sort of, what was the, you know, what was happening behind the scenes? You know, that was, that was, that was really hard. Um, when we, when we made that decision, uh, it was quite the outlier. Um, you know, people really hadn't done that yet. Uh, I was talking to, to mayors around the country, um, and they weren't quite at the place we were at in terms of having to make that choice. Mayor uh, Suarez in, in Miami, uh, closest uh, to having a kind of an ACC, I mean, ACL type event there that, that he was looking at having to, to cancel. But it was hard because I, I, I knew that uh, if we canceled that event, it was going to be beyond painful for a lot of people. There are a lot of people who, who, who earn their year's worth of profit in, in those 10 to 14 days. I knew a lot of people would lose their jobs. Uh, the city would lose $350 million in economic activity. Uh, I kept adding it up and, and trying to come up with a different conclusion uh, because I, I wanted to not have to shut it down. Um, but but every it, the arrows all pointed in the same direction. The advice and counsel coming from Austin Public Health and from the physicians and the scientists all pointed in the same direction. My conversations with with, with mayors uh, around the um, uh, around the world and cities where this had already uh, reached uh, all told me the same message. Uh, so it was really hard to do. It was a little bit easier. The South by folks uh, basically came and said uh, that they would support uh, whatever the decision was. I just wanted us to make one. Mm -hmm. uh, and that that made it easier. Uh, but it was still it was still really, really hard. I'm happy we made that decision. It was kind of crazy how it happened. I was I, I'm a musician and I was going to play South by actually. Um, and I was Sorry. in, yeah, it sucked. Actually, what was worse was I had a show in New York right before, right when you guys kind of canceled it, I was there. And so I flew there for a show. The show in New York got canceled as soon as I got there. I, I took off from, from Austin really early in the morning. By the time I landed in New York, New York was like ground zero. It like happened so fast. And then, um, the idea, it was just, what was crazy about it was how we transitioned from, like, no way, this is, we'll, we'll still go out, we'll make it work, and then slowly being worried, and then, you know, that whole, like, it was like grief or something in a way, like the denial, and then the anger, and then the acceptance, and all of those kind of things, um, and it happened, like, very quickly in the course of, like, 48 hours. I went from, we're still playing the shows, to, oh, I don't know if we can play the shows, to, why can't we play the shows, you know, it was a, oh. It was a journey. Yeah. Well, and I wanted to, I, I brought that up because I really wanted to give you credit, you and your team who, who kind of made that decision. Because I do think it was a hard decision. People in Austin definitely had mixed feedback, I think. But I think ultimately now most people would probably say, well, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm glad we didn't bring all these people in and then send them back to where they came from. Oh, definitely. You did the right thing, Steve. Thank you. And, and when you look at the other cities that, that didn't quite make the same decision in that same mm -hmm. period of time, most of them, um, um, I think, would now look back and say they made the wrong choice. 
Um, you know, I'm thinking cities like New Orleans and, mm -hmm. and, and, and some other cities. So, um, so I appreciate that. And, and, uh, and I'm, there were a lot of people that didn't like that decision when it was, when it was made. I'm kind of used to that kind of thing by now. <laughs> um, but I knew that the impact on people was real. Um, and that's what made it hard. You shake the haters off. You don't, don't even spend a second on it. You try not to re not to read the comments. Yeah. So tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about that because I'm starting to get a little bit like I'm starting to get some haters. How do you <laughs> deal with it? How do you do it? You know, when uh, when I when I was running for office the first time, there was a campaign manager I wanted to have um, help me, but he had, was retiring, didn't want to do it anymore, and I I finally. Um, uh, uh, courted him and courted him and and we went to lunch and he said okay I'll be your campaign manager but you have to promise me one thing I said okay just anything and he said I want you to promise me that that you'll never read the comments you'll never read the comments to articles in the newspaper you don't read the comments on Facebook you just won't ever read the comments I went great done mm -hmm. and he said no no you actually have to repeat the whole sentence and I said, okay, I promise I'll never read the comments. And he said, okay, I'm your campaign manager. And he said, now that I'm your campaign manager, the first thing we're going to talk about is what I want you to think about when you read the comments. <laughs> because I know you just lied to me. <laughs> and I said, I said, okay. And he said, you know, you, you, you have to, when you read the comments, you have to remember that while it looks like there are 20 different people that have commented I want you to always remember that one person can sign on with 20 different aliases and while it looks like multiple people, it could just be one person. Mm. See, that's our secret is we create accounts to spread good information about us. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, wow, they have so many fans. I actually do know people who do that, who have several <laughs> accounts, like Facebook oh, accounts and comment maybe. on their own posts. I shouldn't Possibly joke about things. that then because I certainly don't have the time or the energy to... I have the time and the energy. I just, I don't know if I can bring myself to you that place. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, of haters, and I don't know your relationship, but I'm curious <laughs> to learn more. But sometimes it seems like you and Governor Greg Abbott have a frenemy relationship. And I'd love to hear how you feel about the governor of Texas. <clears throat> well... <laughs> um, uh, you know, I've, I'm trying really hard mm. to do everything that I can do to help him be successful in this reopening up of the economy, mm -hmm. uh, even though he did it sooner than I would have liked and is moving it more quickly than, than I would like, uh, and, and not having the emphasis on on the things that we should be doing to help mitigate the, the physical interactions, like wearing face coverings and the like. You know, he, he's, he uh, uh, is the, the lead of, a, of the party in, in this state, different than, than mine. Uh, and sometimes I think the, the party, you know, pulls him more and more to more and more extreme kinds of, of positions. Mm. You know, I... He'll do something like open up uh, unemployment compensation to people now who uh, 
can't find childcare and therefore can't work. And I applaud him for that. Uh, but at the same time, you know, the work he was doing with respect to, to immigrants and uh, folks in our community was difficult for me to, to understand. Um, disappointed with how he treated what we were doing with uh, the homelessness populations by all too often pushing messages that, that, that weren't true. Um, but, you know, I, I got permission from Diane to do this mayor's thing. I'm not a career politician, and sometimes the, the politics part of this is the hardest part uh, um, because it gets in the way sometimes of uh, what I think is good policy. Uh, you know, we are Austin, Texas. We're going to continue to try to be who we are and, and do what we do uh, every bit as, as much as we can. Uh, and I try really hard not to make things personal uh, mm -hmm. in pursuit of us being who we are. Do you think he reads the comments? Um, I think he, I think he would. <laughs> okay, good. Good to know. Cause I've made some, I've left several. <laughs> <laughs> Hope he gets some. I, I wrote an acrostic for him, but I don't think I'm going to read it. It's, uh, it's got some language things. Oh, but I do think, I mean, just to sort of explain context for people who don't live in Austin or Texas is basically Austin is seen as the blueberry and in the tomato soup, which is kind of the rest of Texas. And it's so weird because it's the capital city, Austin is. But, you know, yeah, that's also where the governor is. So I feel like it seems like sometimes when he, you know, says something or does something, it tweets something or whatever, Spouts it's off. almost, it's like almost directly addressing you without maybe saying you. And sometimes he says you. You know, and I think part of that is that it's been so long since there's been a a statewide Democrat, you know, mm -hmm. elected, uh, that there's no political foil for for many of the statewide Republicans. So Austin becomes that foil, uh, and I. So I think you're right. I think we see that it's getting a little bit harder now because. Uh, other cities are really stepping up, Houston and, and Dallas and San Antonio. Uh, so there's, it's more being directed towards cities as opposed to, to Austin in particular. Uh, but, you know, again, though this is a special magical city and we'll continue to be who we are. There are other capital cities and other cities I think that have similar kind of thing. You know, Madison, Wisconsin, I think, is in a similar kind of position. Uh, you know, Nashville. Uh, so there are, it's not unusual. And my, my, okay. My last question, cause I have one more question about the governor. Cause I think <laughs> it's so weird to like sort of, yeah, like have this like public battle in a way, but do you, I mean, cause obviously he tweets or, you know, and he's sort of addressing you sometimes, but like, do you guys ever like communicate behind the scenes? I was going to ask too, Joe, I got to oh. know. Okay, good. Same thing. Well, you know, we, we, we have been with each other at, at different kinds of events, uh, and, and our interactions are always, you know, friendly and, and, and cordial. Um, but, you know, the, I, would, I wish that as mayor of the city that I was, you know, talking to the, to the governor of the state more mm -hmm. on, on policy issues than, than, than I have the opportunity to be able to do. 
I have been on some phone calls with, uh, you know, many other mayors and the governor uh, at the same time. And I have the opportunity to speak to people on his staff uh, and that are working uh, with him. You know, the people that are, I have spoken directly to uh, the people that are helping to lead his um, uh, virus uh, response effort, uh, but not just with him about it. So you guys are true frenemies. <laughs> so sounds like we've summed it up. Good. We've heard it. You guys have heard it here. You need uh, to get us both on, on heavy friending. I well, would, he, I would love I mean, that. he's a big Cause fan. I want to read in my acrostic. Um, that's the main reason. <laughs> yeah. He's a subscriber. So, I mean, if you have anything you want to say specifically to him, <laughs> yeah, he will get right that ahead. message. Dead air. Dead air. All right, let's take a quick break, and um, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about friendship with you, mm. Mayor Steve. Cool. Hey there, it's Laura. We'll be right back with the mayor, but I just wanted to take a second to tell you about Patreon. Patreon's a platform that makes it easy to support your favorite creators. You can donate any monthly amount to unlock fun bonus content that no one else gets to see, well, you know, except for the other people who donate like my mom. Uh, it's a great way to give back to the programs you enjoy, and it helps us to keep recording episodes of this show. And without the show, I don't know if Joe and I will ever even talk again. So visit patreon.com slash heavy friending and become a patron of heavy friending today. Steve, I hope you're listening. Our friendship depends on you. Hi, Frienders. Welcome back. We're still here with my new best friend, Steve. Um, Joe, you're my second best friend now. Accepted, yeah. And, yeah, great. Um, we This is Heavy Friending. This is Austin's number one friendship-based podcast. Um, the mayor has confirmed that for all of you today. Um, <laughs> and we talk about friendship on this podcast. I don't know if you know this, Mayor, but Joe and I were strangers when we started this podcast. We knew nothing about each other. And we've become best friends um, through the podcast. So what do you look for in a best friend, Steve? And maybe would her name be Laura and would she be the host? Of <laughs> my, this my, new, my new bestest friend. <laughs> uh, what do I look for in friends? I mean, I, uh, uh, honesty, mm. um, kind of compassion, some measure of empathy. I think those, those kinds of things. Very honorable things. I'm looking for just like a good time kind of person usually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those things that's important too. <laughs> who who would you say is your best friend? My best friend? Yeah. Uh probably Diane. Um also happens to be my wife. Um Is she there with you? You know now? I had I'm sorry, is, she, is she there with you now? Is she watching you? <laughs> no, she walked past the door, though, okay, so it's yeah, important. Okay. <laughs> you know, I have some friends that go way back. I have friends, you know, that go back to, to, to high school and to college that I, you know, stayed in touch with. I have friends that, uh, you know, became friends of mine when I first got to Austin in the in the late 70s. I, I miss my friends. There's not a lot of time in this job uh, to 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 do that, but everybody's being really patient with me and, and waiting for this to be over. Do you have a favorite mayor friend? You know, I, I got to, you know, there, some of the mayors in this country are, are, are really wonderful people. Uh, mayor Pete, uh, is a, is a, is a good friend. Okay. 
the um, uh, Ron Nuremberg in San Antonio, Eric Garcetti in in in, in L.A., um, Jenny in Seattle. There are some uh, Nan in 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 Dayton, uh, uh, Christopher in West Sacramento. Um, there's some really really neat people that are now being mayors. I think that kind of job around the country kind of kind of selects for for people that that just want to really get things done. You know, the level of government at the you know the national level of government, I think it would be really frustrating to be there. It's so hard to really accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. Frustrating, I think, also being in state government, but the, the local government, that's where people actually expect you to get stuff done and to really impact people's lives. So mayors uh, are people that, that have selected to be in that place. Uh, so, God, there are like bunches of mayors that are friends. Do you, by the way, because this has happened a couple of times, I feel like you, uh, do you have allergies because you, you've sneezed and you've coughed? Are you positive? Are you tested? <laughs> have you been tested? Uh, I I don't think I'm positive. Okay. Uh, and and I think I do have allergies. Okay. Do you mold get the cedar or mold? Yeah, what do you get? Yeah, I think I probably get many of them. See, what I did, I'm sort of a compassionate friend now. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, this whole that's, time I've been thinking, oh, man, he's got it. He's got it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope that's not the case. I hope. My husband yeah. had it, Mayor Steve. He, he yeah. did? Yes, he How's had How's he doing it. now? He's fine. He was, we, we actually got back when we got back from New York, like a week later, he lost all of his sense of taste of, uh, all smell and, and taste. And that was when we went, nope. And we just locked it down. So, um, they didn't test him, but then he did the antibody test, um, several weeks later and yeah, he had it, but I never got it. And that's good. It's, it's yeah. just really, really odd how that, how that works sometimes and how you just can't mm-hmm. tell. Well, uh, I, I had instituted a no mouth kissing policy um, in the weeks <laughs> before because I I didn't trust him. Yeah, what do you think of that, Mayor? Do you think um, Austin should go on a on a no kissing policy? Yeah. just for safety. I think that would be like really really bad for morale. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we're having trouble just doing the things <laughs> we're doing now. If we implemented that, I mean, I. I'd probably get run out of town. See, I I think I would feel, and other people like me, would feel better because I, I live alone. There's no one here to kiss even if I wanted to. Well, he does so have that I doll. Think, I think you'd get a lot of supporters of the no-kissing policy. I think he's, it's a no. I don't want to speak for you, but we are really good friends <laughs> at this point, and I, I, I just really? would you speak for me on this one? Yes, I mean, it's, a, um, it's a no. Okay, Joe, this is no. the most passionate I've felt about an issue, <laughs> and it's right next to my "don't make me wear pants" issue, and there, there, that's number one and two for me. Is no one should be allowed to kiss if I can't. Do you think this is going to change everything now? I mean, I, I guess this is seems like a stupid question because it is, but you know. In a, I kind of feel like in a positive way, it's changed a lot of my, um, it's changed my perspective on some things, my priorities on some things, some things that I always get worked up about or worried about don't seem as important now. Austin's already a pretty chill city, but do you think we're going to get even more chill? You know, I, I hope that we come out of this even better and stronger and fairer and more just and equitable than we went in. You can 
And I think it's going to have changed. One, I don't think that I'll ever do a live meeting with people uh, before <laughs> 10 o'clock or after 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I just won't do that anymore. I'm, I'm liking this Zoom stuff otherwise. Hell um, yeah. But, but, but beyond that, you know, the, it really has pointed out some of the real kind of inequities in our city, the, 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 the people and communities that, that this virus uh, preys upon. Uh, we can fix those kinds of, of things. You know, we need a, a better way for people to, to be able to move around the city. We need better, we need better health care. We need, we need, you know, sick leave for, for, for people so that, you know, they don't have to come in and, and be sick. They actually have a viable choice otherwise. I, I hope that we, we look at some of the, the historical institutions that we've had and 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 rectify some of the, the injustices that we've been carrying with us. You are so eloquent, Steve, and you're such a good friend to me. <laughs> and um, I really Personal. value our friendship and appreciate you coming on the show to speak with us. I'm like honored to be to be asked to, to be on this. Would podcast. you say that I, you and I are better friends now than um, you and Joe or? Much better friends. Okay, Much great. better friends. Just he's, wanted he, to... he's hardly even spoken this entire podcast. Yeah, well, it's I'm like still, he's not I'm even still there. here, actually. I'm still here, and I can hear what's happening. Right, we know. Mayor, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Invite me back. Thank you. Everyone out there in Austin, <laughs> stay safe and stay inside, right? That's right. To the degree you can, but stay safe is important. I mean, yeah. it's a good time to binge a podcast. Maybe this is the first episode you listen to of a particular podcast because you're like, oh, the mayor went on that podcast? Maybe yeah. it's not bad. And then you go and you listen to it and you subscribe. That would be mm-hmm. great. Right, mayor? You said a- that, right, mayor? Absolutely, I say that. And we'll promote this. Well, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. We'll Thank you all so you. much for listening to Heavy Friending Austin's. Everyone say it with me. Number, Number one. one. Friendship-based podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we get number one friendship-based podcast. Do I add? But you don't need to check that. You sure can. Yeah. You can do whatever (laughs) you want.